0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Shut up and sit down.
2: Bow season is finally upon us here in Michigan, and uh, we couldn't be more excited. Uh, Just wanted to say good luck to everyone out there this season. Uh, Most of the seasons have started, so I think everybody's kind of out in the woods chasing something and um you know have fun be proud of your harvest every animal that you harvest with a bow is a trophy and be safe wear your safety harness um uh, just a quick shout out to the most recent recent patreon subscribers uh matt michelek uh, thanks for choosing to support the show and i got those koozies and stickers out to you in the mail uh we send those out to all of our our Patreons. so um you know, just as a way of, of saying thanks. Uh, another way that we say thanks is we do quarterly giveaways. And uh, we just gave away that uh, XOP stand, those Vanguard binoculars, the Bino Harness from Gear Rack, and the straps from Tethered. And uh, Jordan Prevo, he was the winner of that one. Um, so, you know, with the support that we get from these Patreons, it's not just, you know, because we want to make money or anything like that. It just helps support the show, helps us to, um, you know, continue to get gear and, and, and other things. But then we take that and we give it right back. So for the fourth quarter this year, we're going to be giving away a saddle setup. Um, it's going to basically be based on availability and sizing and things like that. But um, that's our plan for our, our Patreons for the fourth quarter is going to be a saddle setup. So. If you want to check out how to get involved with that, you can go to patreon.com forward slash podcast, or check it out on our website bowhunterchroniclespodcast.com or um, there's a link in the bio where you can check that out as well. Um, and whether you support us through Patreon or anything like that, each and every one of these downloads, every listen, every follower, every conversation that we have, you know, we appreciate each and every one of you. And, you know, if you wanted to help out in any other way, you could just give us a review on whatever platform it is that you're listening to us on. And if you really uh, have some feedback or you, you know, one of the episodes really got you, uh, if you could take the time to write us a review, that helps us get bumped up so that other people can see us and that they can find us and things like that. Um, and if you don't want to do any of that, just tell somebody else about the show and, you know. Let them know one of the episodes that you liked or something like that. You know, we've got thousands and thousands of downloads and like 50 reviews. So we know people are listening, uh, but we just don't know what we can do better. And that's all we're trying to do is get the best information, the best conversation, and get the information out to you guys in the best and most efficient way possible. Um, So if you could let us know what we can do better, you know, that means a lot. And things that you like and and don't like, that means a lot to you because it. lets us know that you're listening and we're getting feedback from that so you know we just really appreciate it and uh you know good luck this season be safe wear your harness enjoy the episode
1: hey
2: everybody back with another episode of the Hunter chronicles podcast the uh whole crews here today We've got frank ernie john John's sitting over there in full camo, hex suit, the whole thing. So Yeah,
3: they can only hear me. They can't see me
2: right now. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we're two days away from uh, the bow opener here in Michigan, and it's kind of like uh, Christmas Eve here for us. So it's going to kind of go through you know, our expectations for the season, kind of what we got going on going into this first week. Um and, like, the preparation and the everything that we've done, I think, so I'm going to be hunting from a saddle. It's going to be the the first time. That's going to be the big change for, for me this year. Ernie's going to stand and
3: sticks. He well, was a. Back to it, right? Yeah, I mean.
4: Steps and stands years ago. Right.
3: You, were, you weren't as mobile, or, or were you? Oh, he yeah. was mobile, yeah. I mean, so you were. Hang and hunt every time? Okay. Mm -hmm. 10,000 screw-in steps. Right. Every every hunt, man. Every public land tree is... He
5: hired a guy to carry his steps.
3: (laughs) Was that your job?
2: No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, But yeah, so I mean, I guess for like preparations going into the season, I think in years past, I mean, last year we were so caught up in elk hunting and and everything that whitetail was like definitely secondary. Um, So I feel like this year we did a lot more scouting, more preparation, at least for me and John, I think for you as well, because I don't know. I I think this year is going to be like your year because you you
3: seem to want to be I just want to kill some shit last year. I, <laughs> last year I filmed and I mean, I could have killed deer last year. I just, you know, like I said, I was trying to get hunt set up for jet where I could find some deer that would be able to, he would be able to kill or get an arrow in him. But, That's right.
2: uh, That's right. but so real quick, I want you to go through this for me. Uh we just said that it's, uh, we're two days away from our, um, opening day for bow season and it turns out that season dates and all of that is very important when you're heading into the woods especially when you're going to be doing some scouting. Uh, so what did what
3: did we learn? <laughs> what did we learn this year, John? <laughs> uh, don't go out in mid-September with buckskin colored pants and a buckskin colored hat on the liberty hunt. <clears throat> uh, I did not realize the liberty hunt was uh what was it the fifteenth or fourteenth, fifteenth, and I'm out public land, just tromps around the swamp and all of a sudden I see someone sitting in a tree standing orange with a rifle in their hand. I'm like, Holy shit, I don't have any orange on. I'm gonna get shot. So I'm trying to wave at the guy and he he waves back and I'm like, alright, oh, he sees me. I take three steps literally and bow! he blasts, you know, fires one off. Well I kicked up several deer when i was coming through there so i'm like holy shit and i see him he's like racking another shell he obviously had missed and i'm like man i gotta get the hell out of here and so i kind of and you just spooked
5: all his deer well i'd spooked him right to him oh yeah man that's what he shot at
3: (laughs) so i tried to skirt around him on the outside and uh ended up getting into some stuff i couldn't get through it was way too. I wasn't going to get wet, but I guess it probably would have been better than dead or shot. But so I kind of circled like with in eyesight, hoping he could see where I was at. So, and then I ended up getting into these that really tall uh, swamp grass. It's like fourteen foot tall. It looks like bamboo. So I'm like, oh man. <laughs> I'm like at least I. I mean. The thing about the Liberty hunt is they can shoot anything. If it's brown, it's down. (laughs) I mean, so I'm like, oh man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a target here. So I'm trying I start swearing at that point. I'm just talking out loud and just trying to, you know, make some noise. Like I'm not a deer. I'm not a deer. And I bust out of that, get out of there. I'm like, okay. So I start walking straight away from those guys, heading towards the road. And then I get up into some more thick stuff where it was, Thick enough where someone could get a shot through it. And I'm like, I'm not going into that. (laughs) So, and it was a little bit wet. So, I cut across and like headed out to this old field and I had to cross a ditch. And I was like, I mean, wet. Ended up getting up to a barbed wire fence. Had to climb over that. Well, just as I went to climb over that, all of a sudden, 10 feet from me, a nice buck, nice eight point. Jumps up it scared the shit out of both of us. I think we both did about backflip. He ends up jumping up and then jumps back over the fence onto my side and then runs back to where I just came from. Like at first he was heading back towards those guys. i like, well, I just jumped another one, but he ended up turning and kind of skirting to the, it would have been the East away from those guys. But, and I tried to film I had my camera or my phone out. I got my phone out cause he was just bounding through that tall grass and Stopped a couple times and looked around. and I'd got my phone out. and I'm like, all right, I'm zooming in on him and everything. And then, I'm like, all right, I turn, you know, end it, put it in my pocket. And then I was looking at him with the binos and then watching where he was going after that. So, like, that gets all done. I go to look at the video. I got the, I never hit the, I must have fat fingered it or something. I never got the record button started till I turned it off. So, I, all I got was like, grass and pocket <laughs> and that's a theme with you, you yeah did that in ohio, yeah i did it in ohio i did it last year with the with my buck coming in that day i didn't get the shot where you come in i, I mean that was i was pretty worked up at that point i'm like trying to turn it on and i'm like fuck it i'm if it's on it's on but i didn't get to get that one turned on <laughs> but yeah ohio I got a still photo, of that that one really sucked. <laughs> that was the your buck the year before. Yeah. But. but yeah, so
2: when you're gonna go out this close to the season or you're gonna go out, make sure you're uh or at you're least checking the dates. Yeah, check no, check no, the dates no, or where you're going, what you, orange you know, going on.
3: Put a you know, put an orange flag or something <laughs> in your freaking Bino harness so you can <laughs> tie it around your head like Rambo or something, at least <laughs> Like, uh, man, I'm I, literally, I'm looking around like, I have nothing to, you know, nothing bright. You know, if I would have had orange underwear on, I, I would have took them off and put what, them on my what head.
5: What color were your underwear, man? <laughs> uh,
3: White and brown. They were brown after that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's my fault for, you know, not paying attention to the dates, but I'd I'd been... You know, it was a weekend. I could get away. My back has been really bothering me, and I was feeling all right that day. So I was like, I got to go out and get some scouting done. I wanted to get back up to that property and check it out. And then in the past, like the youth hunt and stuff used to be on private land only. If, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think, think that's how it used to be. But then.
1: Uh, I don't know. I think, think there's. Public is, land use. Or maybe it was the yeah,
3: mentored youth or something had to be yeah. private land. Because I remember. When jet was the the one time I brought him out gun hunting, and he had to be it had to be on private land hmm. so because we even got we even got stopped by the c o and checked out you know checked our license and stuff, and he's like, "Well, I don't need to check his he can't hunt on private or he ain't he can't hunt on public land anyway
2: so the good thing that came about that is you found a place where a good buck is betting.
3: Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, I found a bunch of, I mean, that's. Well, I mean, you, that one's verified. <laughs> yeah, that one's verified. verified. Uh, I mean, maybe he won't go back after he shit in it, but. <laughs> but no, it, it worked. out. I mean, it was right on the edge of a barbed wire fence. He had the wind to his back and then there was a, the old drainage ditch. He was not even 10 feet from that. So he was, you know, but he didn't move. He heard me coming through there. I mean, literally, I was 10 feet from him and he did not bust out of his bed i would have never known he was there if i would have just skirted the fence but when i put my foot on that barbed wire and pushed it down it you know it's all grown over i mean the the weeds are up to my waist so over three feet and it moved those weeds like right behind him and that's what you know Hmm. jumped him up but and so, in that spot, what's it like around there? I mean, how can you can you go back? Do you have a plan to go and and hunt that deer? Or? Yeah, it's all like it's an old. It used to be an old farmstead. Now it's all state game, or you know, Manistee National Forest, or something, public land. And so they just let that old field just they, I think they, um, they kind of eliminated some of the drainage ditch, or they let the culverts dry or close up, so. It went back to wetland, and so when I walked the when I first started, I was walking through some of the gnarly shit. I mean, right up to the edge of my boots, and then the grass. So I don't even know what you call that grass, but grabber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was I was walking west, and it's all laid over from the west, so I was like walking against the grain. I'm I'm out there duck walking. I'm literally like grabbing my pants at some point, picking my legs up because they were so tired, trying to get <laughs> through this stuff. Then I was sidestepping through it. But yeah, so my plan was to walk around the, from the north side, swing down to the, around the west, southwest, and there was some, there was like a ridge line up there and a bunch of old bushes, and I figured there'd be some, that would be bedding. And sure enough, got up there, that's where I jumped, I jumped three deer out of those beds. First one I seen was a doe, and she just kind of went straight to the south. And then the second, third one, I didn't, I just heard them jump up, and then, run like straight east well that's ended up being a spike horn because i ended up talking to the guys afterwards that shot and he's like yeah spike horn you know come in and i I shot right in front of him (laughs) but i knew where you were at i seen where you i seen you he was a younger kid i think he might have been one of the um disabled youth or he might have even been a disabled veteran or something. He was a younger guy. Didn't, but.
4: didn't they have both hunts at the same time? this year? Yeah. Shit? So yeah, Liberty
3: and Youth Hunt were the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but So, yeah. So I jumped up, you know, knocked several deer out of the beds. And then <laughs> when I got up to that section where that buck was laying, you know, I really, at that point I was done looking. I was just trying to get out of there safely. I wanted to get out to the edge. And I had to cross that water and get out in that gnarly shit again. But then at least then I was out in the open and they could see him. I wasn't just crawling through brush where, you know, making noise. Flash of brown. Yeah, <laughs> flash of brown. <laughs> and then you're down. But, so, but yeah, I mean, once that happened, I mean, it just made sense. He had the wind at his back. He was completely. Is there huntable trees around there or anything like that? Not, not really. I mean, there's, it's an old grown over apple orchard on the south side and it's an old grown over field to the north and it goes all the way up to the creek. And. <clears throat> there's a and then when i looked at my onyx it was only he was a 100, 190 yards from the road bedded right there and it's a, it's a it's a gravel road but and it's got quite a bit of traffic on it, but and it's safe i mean everybody walks right past right it. past and yeah go you know like those guys were 100 yards or so back behind him, like Back, They walked right past them, basically, to get back to the the, the one little huntable woodlot in that section. And like I said, there's a bunch of old apple trees in there, and they're loaded with apples. So then I ended up getting out of there, went over and checked out a couple other spots, and I came back to that spot, sat up on the hill on the dirt road on the south side of it, just looking down towards that. And sure enough, I mean, deer after deer coming out of the private from the east going into that. So you could probably set up. Like, if you had your ghillie suit, right. that would work out good because you could get in that that swamp grass on the edge, you know, if the wind's right, and they were coming in, you know, especially like right now, early season, it was way before dark, you know, they were moving. There's a ton of shooting light, so Hex and suit, ghillie suit, hex, you'd be all hex, right, but just don't wear buckskin. <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: yeah i just thought that was funny yeah you know it was real funny he says yeah, john i i heard from from john that he jumped up a nice buck and then i hear from frank he's here what happened to john No, <laughs> oh, he jumped up a nice buck it's like no he's out on the fucking youth
3: hunt wearing brown pants <laughs> so, i had a camo shirt on <laughs> wow wow uh, then, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm waving, you know, I'm spreading my fingers out. and look like Bullwink all a Wave. Oh, there's a buck. And so your setup this year is going to be basically the same. So you're just same stand sticks. Yeah. I'm using the XOP stand sticks. Uh, I'm going to try to lighten up my load a little bit, but I mean, still, that's what I'm going to run with. I mean, it worked good. And then Frank and Ernie,
2: Frank refuses to deviate from the climber. He's
1: killed oh, a million here.
5: I'm gonna hunt out of my climber, but I got, you know, I, I'm uh, I'm gonna do some tent hunting this year too, you know, and and some uh, some hunting mm-hmm. with my ghillie suit too.
3: So the thing about the climbers is they're just so damn comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta
5: have that man
3: you can take a nice little nap i mean for an all-day sit i mean if you're into that
1: Mm -hmm.
3: and we do that a lot yeah i didn't i think i might have done it once or twice last year but but man that's totally different in the xop stand yeah (laughs) well i mean at least i'm i got my harness on so i'm not gonna fall out you can cinch it up and Kind of lean forward a little bit. Well, then, you know, that's one of the things that they say about the saddles is that you just lean on your tether and go to sleep and just <laughs> dangle there. Well, I would try one, but, I mean, like, it's a probably a six-year waiting period right now. <laughs> I mean, with the way the, the popularity of them. So. so, that that new trophy line, um,
2: they're going live with inventory for sale on October 9th, so... I mean, I think it's two hundred and eighty bucks for their complete system with n- no platform. Um, it's no. kind of it's kind of weird that they haven't shown like any you know. There's been like no promotion about like this is the f- features or anything like that or uh, any of like the real specs on it. They've just kind of shown like what it is.
3: Now, well, how do you feel about your platform? I know you got you got two different ones that you, yeah you're trying. Yeah, so that I've got the. The Ridge Runner uh, by Out on a
2: Limb. And I'm not 100% sold on that. Um, I'll tell you why here in a second. And then I've got um, from, I actually put it on today and was messing around with it, Uh, one of the the top stick, um, top step platforms um, from Zack Snyder uh, Artisan Outdoor Fabrication. Uh, He's a Michigan guy. And if you're, if you're, just looking at on a budget and you want don't you want to carry you want to be as minimalist as possible and you don't want to do a ring of steps or something like that or you want you know you're already taking sticks so you're like well why not i think they're like 65 bucks 75 bucks and it weighs 19 ounces i and weighed it, it and it mounts onto to an existing yes yeah, so you take off your your top um step and then you just put it right on there and I like I, I put it on the Muddy Pro sticks that I have, and uh, it takes side pressure perfectly. And like I was telling John, and I was telling Zach, actually, you know, I've I went out and hunting this piece of property that's got really weird areas to hunt, and for as big as it is, there's a lot of pressure because there's only so many places that you can hunt in there, and um, I found a spot where. I found some fresh sign, I found some fresh rubs, and I got out and right next to the road I hopped over, looked at the rubs, well, historical rubs were on the backside of it, I mean it was just all torn up, and then there was a bunch of beds on this little berm, and it's kind of like what you're talking about, the wind's coming across this field over this little berm, so the deer are going to be sitting there, you know, looking the other way with that wind, they're going to be able to hear anything coming down the road. And, you know, smell anything coming from way out in that, the thing. So I went out and did the typical bed hunting strategy type thing is I circled around. Well, I I sat down right in the bed and I said, well, where can, how far can they see? And I looked at the trees and then I drove around and came in from the other way and found a set of trees. Well, there's some really small trees over there um, with some like multiple trunk trees. I don't know if they're like giant sassafras trees. They're just some weird little trees. Um, But right there I was, I was sitting there thinking, man, how do these guys get up there and have to hang a stand, you know, with the deer? Like, so I'm already thinking in my head, I know where this deer is going to be. Mm-hmm. And how am I going to get up there high enough so that I'm not, so that I'm broken up. And then have to hang a stand. And now I see why they do it on the back side of the tree. But then I was like, well, with the saddle, I'll be right right there. And then I was like, one of them top stick, you know, top step ones, I don't have to do that. I just have to put a couple sticks up,
3: climb up there, less moving around, less
2: everything. Um,
3: now, with that top, does that does that come with a standoff on the back side of that? I, I haven't seen it. So it you take off. You take the step off, step off,
2: and then there's a your normal standoff that you have for right. your stick on the muddy pros, um, where the standoffs mount are where the steps mount. Oh, okay. so the bolt just comes out, goes back through. You put it back through the standoff. And
1: okay. Put it so right there's under. a
3: standoff right behind yep. the platform. Yep. Because I seen I seen some other examples where, you know, the standoff is a little bit lower. Okay. And then it seemed like it would want to twist off like you could. Yeah. The, well, so I've got those money pros
2: and the arrow lights and for whatever reason, I feel like they're like, cause those instead of being, um, so the lone wolf ones are machined aluminum, those bat wings, mm-hmm. the XOP ones are cast. The ones that were on those leverage sticks that I have were cast. Um, the, the ones on those aerolite light sticks when they're on there, I can take the strap off, and they just – the stick just stays there. Like, they bite in super, super hard, where some of the other ones felt like felt like John's over here choking on some bush. Like, <laughs> I remember my first beer. Pickup. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they, they want to kick out, but I, I set that – put that together today and got up there, and, um, and kind of like you were saying before, like when I was messing around in the saddle – And it's good that I'm practicing because Mm -hmm. I did the same thing today. I just, it was raining, so I just put it on the nearest tree. Well, I put it on a tree that was leaning back the other way. And so if I stood on it, I was going to just swing around the tree. So I was sticking way to the other side with both feet on it, trying to push it over. And there was no play or anything like that. And what's scary, not about that platform, but about those... Muddy Pro sticks that I don't like they um they fold up like a like a wine opener mm-hmm. like the jumping jack thing they're with like the gears camera yep well when you're standing on them if you're trying to set your next stick or whatever there's some like play in there because of the way that they're geared or there isn't like a hard stop on them or something and so it's it's a little bit unnerving Stand, going from the XOP that it's just like completely solid right. to these ones are like wiggling around like i don't like that at all because i think that the stand is or the stick is actually moving but it's not um but that ridge runner so i got a couple of um um the Aiders, like the two-step eighters on the bottom two uh muddy pro sticks and so i went up the tree with them pros and like with the two sticks and two eighters i got to right where i'd want it to be in this tree that's in my front yard, right to where it wide out. And, uh, that was like 11 feet to the base of the, where the platform was, where the, where it dug in. But the way that that cams over, it, it works fine. Um, I was talking to Tim Clark about it when we were up at the, the Michigan BHA rendezvous and he's used them all and he's a tethered guy, but there is a little bit of bounce in that just because it folds over mm-hmm. and the way that it's in there, it, it it bites in, everything is good. But just because I don't know if it's the, the way that those teeth are parallel with the tree instead of perpendicular. Mm-hmm. And then the way that it, it like rotates over when it cams over, there's just a little bit of bounce in it. It side to side, side pressure, all that's fine. But the one thing that I didn't like about it, is you have to set it up perpendicular to the tree mm-hmm. on the top of the bracket, and then then cam it over, and then fold the stand down, and you kind of have to do that twice. Well, that's like space in front of you that you have to mess around with. So I'm like leaning out of my lineman's belt, and mm-hmm. it's you know that's where everything buckles up right. <laughs> on the saddle and everything like that. So um, so you're out of your comfort zone when you're doing that, <laughs> uh, just a little bit, and it you have to like cam it over basically twice so you put it on there tighten it up cam it over and then it like loosens up a little bit so you fold it back up and then do it and even like i said even in that little situation i mean i know guys hunt these bedded bucks i mean we were just watching the the hunting beast video the other night like that joe rent shot that one right in the bed and it was right below him you know and these guys are able to hang their stands and do all that stuff well i'm not at ninja stealth level max five you know uh, so well he's he hung it before he
3: got in right
2: that. but but these guys they right. go up there and you know are like absolutely completely meticulous i think listeners to the podcast know that i'm not that guy <laughs> you know um, so so by not having to hang that extra thing right. as, at least in that one particular situation um i think it's going to be a, a definite benefit and the fucking that setup that cam deal with the the muddy pro that weighs nine ounces so just them two steps and that whole thing is is nine ounces and for people like that are all about weight i mean those muddy pros are tiny and they're like the heaviest sticks but the convenience of that that cleat system that cam Hmm. cleat um, and the fact that they're short—I mean, that's why I wanted them. So it's like less bulk, right? It's more compact, right? You're
5: and it, it you're not carrying a step ladder through the woods in a sense. No,
3: okay. no, yeah. But. I mean, I just got a 28 foot extension ladder. <laughs> <laughs> I went, to you know, got yeah. I'm in stealth. I camoed it. Hey, hey, this is
2: I put some rubber tape on that dude. No, I put some flex seal on it. Yeah, so so this is no bullshit. I went hunting with Frank in a spot with, uh, one of Ernie's old compadres and, uh, Frank says, Oh yeah, he's got a stand over there. And I don't know if he told me that I could hunt in his stand or to bring my climber. Well, I brought my climber also. I walked over to where he said the stand was and that's what it was. It was an aluminum ladder. Leaned up against a tree with like a pallet chain to the tree. And I'm like, I am not going to be hunting there at all. Ever. And I'm like, I can't believe that he sent me over there. He's like, oh, yeah, he's got a stand. My nephew's got a stand over there. I'm like, that's not a stand. Like, have you ever seen that stand? I'm like, no, he just oh, said. I
5: didn't. He just said he had a stand in there. That's all. <laughs> I just took it for granted. It was something, you know.
2: Yeah. Good. So I think, you know, for the most part right now, I'm going to be just running that top stick and seeing how it goes.
3: No. Did you also, have you tried the, the ring of steps or like the wild edge or no. So I've got
2: the, I've got five wild edge steps and I've got some of the primal ones and I'm just not comfortable enough with the knot and the camming it over like for packability. And once you get that figured out, that is, I mean, unbelievably slick. It's, it's cool um well, i'm just not confident with it right now to be able to do that in the dark right either up or like, down
3: it seems like that those wild edge if you put a ring of those around the tree it'd be like
2: i think the way that you have to do that they actually have to be kind of staggered a little yeah, bit Yeah,
3: I've, I've seen they have a video on how to do it where you kind of like you weave it through each mm-hmm. you know each one but i mean you don't have to have it all the way around the tree just you know well and, that, and Along
2: with that, you know, with that top stick one, you know, you could just put one of those on either side or, you know, right. I've got a couple of Cranford steps, um, the rope steps that yeah. came with a, a set of uh, used sticks that I'd bought. So there's a lot of different options for for that. I mean, and fucking, I basically own all of them except for the, uh, the Predator platform. Um, but the ring of steps, to me, I mean, I've spent enough time climbing up and down those screw in steps to know that I don't like standing on them for even a little period of time. Right. Let alone to say, okay, I'm going to marry myself to hours in the woods. No, have you standing uh, right on there? Have you tried like the knee pad? I haven't. So every time that I've been up there so far, I've just been leaning out the whole time. Um, and like I said, once you get past the fear of like the only thing that's holding me up is this piece of rope. Um, then <laughs> then you're fine as long uh, as you got it buckled right i mean yeah, yeah not like yours yeah yeah uh yeah that using my rubber boots it was pretty painful um after an hour or so um but i used the, the boots that i had a uh, that we went elk hunting in when i was up in there the other day and it was night and day so yeah, it was just like got, the, those have real stiff shank and yep them. and so you know it's it's going to be an experience, and this, Frank's over here giving me the side eye like fuckers are making this too difficult. Um, <laughs> you
5: walk you walk through you know knee deep water with them other boots, so you're going to be unhappy yeah. as hell when you get up. There. Oh, Go it don't matter because he, yeah, <laughs> he walks I through. He walks through knee suppose. deep. <laughs> I I this my <laughs> other boots aren't knee deep anyway. <laughs> I give so. him, I give him my freaking hip boots last year. What's he do? Over the goes over the top. Go Go over top. The top. He finds uh-huh. deeper water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go through. Christ, I, got, I said, get a pair of waders for Christ's sake, you know?
2: Then I would drop Over the top. <laughs> Self-preservation at that point. No shit. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so, so my first sit, and, yeah, for Frank, we'll we'll see how this is going to go. But, so my plan is to hunt with Frank for opening evening to film him. Because he's going to be flinging arrows At whatever, but (laughs) where he hunts in his climber, I asked him, is there any other trees around there? Not really. So I got to use the old fucking Loggy Bayou Clankmaster 3000. Well, I I used that last year because I, and it's not that it's a bad stand because I hunted with it forever, but after having the lone wolf, it's like, I just have a disdain for (laughs) that system style, everything. But I think what I'm going to do, and Frank's like, you're an idiot, but
1: that's
2: (laughs) perfectly fine. Uh, But I think I'm just going to bring the base and I'm going to climb up and just sit in the saddle and film from the saddle to get, you know, just to be more and more used to it and get Cause familiar
3: because you want to get above him, or what yeah yeah, yeah i got to be up above him i can't sit with him it. in the climber so no i, gotta... no, I ain't letting him <laughs> sit with me in, a, in the same stand so you don't want to put your sticks up you don't want him to go up the tree and then you put your sticks up and go past him. is that what you're saying
2: well we'll get to the thing Well, what happens if he's higher than i can get or where where he's at it's just not going to work right and I can just see something happening where one of my sticks fall down, <laughs> then I'm stuck up there.
3: <laughs> do I'll the be back thing. tomorrow.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, he goes up the tree first, then you put your shit up and get above him. Then you come down and then he comes down clear. Yeah, but I, I mean, for all the
2: hassle, I can do the same thing with the, just the base of the climber. I mean, yeah. I've got a climber, I could just climb up above him, but trying to do all that movement and stuff with that i i just don't like the that those tops and i don't i've thrown away all the straps that are supposed to like hook them together i didn't even know that that was a thing you got you and got i've an lost api the... don't you
3: oh well, yeah i got api yeah.
5: you don't need to use the loggy <laughs> i
3: got api and then i got both yeah, of my summons. he's got summits too yeah but the that the small one of jets is actually pretty nice the viper yeah it's nice and light yeah. and yeah i'm not without options i'm just
2: want to get more comfortable in the saddle right and the the mechanism of the the loggy versus the summit i mean the api would be different because those are like chain stands or whatever but yeah. it's that's just a, like that's a monster it's
3: the big <laughs> that was my dad so <laughs> it's got like a 380 pound weight limit you know it's like walking through the was with a trailer on your back. We used it to pull motors, a right. bit Before too, <laughs> <You just> hook <laughs> it hook to a the chain, chain fall. Yeah, chain fall to it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, so that's your plan, Frank is is in what in the morning. Well, for for the this opening season. So I've got oh. I've got a combo license and a
3: and a doe tag. John's got combo and a doe tag. I got and a, there's still doe tags left, so that's from Mesquite County. Mesquite
5: County. Yeah. yeah, I got a combo, combo and uh, a New Ego. Oh, you
3: fucker! <laughs> 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 Two years in a row. <laughs> well, he had Lake county, county, county. last year. Yeah. yeah, they didn't even have him for Lake County this no, year, do they? I don't think so.
4: And he ate it. Yeah, yeah, and he ended to beat su- that last year.
5: All I could see every, was bucks. Every man. deer came by and was an <laughs> illegal was, buck. Had, yeah, it had horns, but it wasn't big enough to shoot, and then no does. You know, it was weird. That's what you get, fucker. I know.
2: So I'm, I'm fully prepared for, Hauling and deer. Well, Frank, to, <laughs> Frank, Frank, to shoot one opening morning because there's not a lot of discrimination, and Ernie's already on the. Uh, I just need to shoot some deer
3: kick. So you guys are both. Running, well, you're running a new, the new Bowtech. Yeah. What's your, what is that one?
5: The SS.
3: Bowtech SS. Uh,
5: yeah, the Hemp Realm SS. When
3: yours, you had yours last year. Yeah. But you, did you kill anything with it yet? Have you killed a? Okay. It wasn't very big. but It oh, was a sandwich deer. Yeah. It yeah. was <laughs> <He shows laughs> a camp it's deer. It it. would have fit right in the Traeger.
5: Yeah. <laughs> just lop off those. Through the whole, through the whole deer in the whole It was very tasty, though, one not them. Yes, it was. <laughs>
4: That's Tried more to than shoot one I, the other one, but it got away.
2: <laughs> so yeah, opening morning, your sights for yourself are doesn't matter. You're just gonna shoot anything.
4: Um,
5: it's gonna have to be a respectable doe if I shoot one. You know, but
4: pretty it, brown eyes. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, big ears. <laughs> I, I was gonna say if you if you're. Uh, in the area, don't wear buckskin color. Yeah, you don't want to
5: be wearing buckskin around me. <laughs> I'm just telling you.
3: Yeah, I think you know that spot
2: where I said to found them beds or whatever. Um, I went back and I saw, you know, a couple little eight points, six points, something like that, and I'll shoot them. Um, <laughs> it, I I don't really have any sort of expectations going into the season as far as like, oh, I'm going to try for a big buck or I'm going to try for this. I mean, yeah, obviously everybody wants to shoot one, but to me if I were to go in there get up a tree get set up and have one of those bucks that I glassed walk by me I'd shoot him simply because it would be the first time in my whole life that I ever figured out a setup saw the deer, went in and executed the plan like mm-hmm. the way that it was you know drawn up right like and that's the difference between like i say like you know the hunting and hoping thing right it's like so that and that's what i was getting at with this year and like the scouting is like i know you went out last year and did a lot of walking around but i don't feel like you did a lot of hunting maybe in those spots where you walked around or whatever no, you kind of stuck to the core area you know
3: yeah i mean i had a, I had a few I Meanwhile. Well, you had opportunities
5: no oh, yeah no no,
2: no no i i'm just saying about like the scouting that we're doing this year is like maybe we're like a little bit more focused than
3: yeah, yeah for sure last year i was just checking new spots and just you know i hunted them and seen deer in them all you know but they like said my focus was on trying to find a spot where it was you know jack could kill a deer mm-hmm and so, and that's why I mean, like I said, I could, I could have killed, you know, multiple does, you know, uh, that little six point. It ended up being an eight point when we reviewed the film, but, you know, I, it's, I had a good time just
5: filming it though. So, what do you think, Aaron, about the sign we've we've saw so far? And we've scouted more this year than than last year for sure. Up to this point, you know what I mean yeah and uh we because you're retired now you know
4: yeah it's nice having a little time you know
5: well but what do you think about you know like the sign that we've saw in the last three four times out
4: that's pretty positive yeah from what i mean as warm as it's been recently i'm really shocked at uh the amount of buck rubs we've seen um a couple pretty big areas where they're scraped and uh they've got the branches broke above it
2: it was unbelievable
5: so good good
4: activity i can't wait for the cold snap yeah
2: well so that's one thing if you know frank he's saying well he was telling me about the sign that you guys found big like sounds like community scrape and stuff broke off you're finding really fresh like kicked the buck off of the rub
3: oh they,
5: they uh, rub yesterday morning right yeah, yeah, just green just, as green could oh, be was, and then i saw a running track you know
2: and i'm sure it was that's what happened but you know so in all the talking uh to these people that we found we've been trying to um i guess kind of outline what's hot sign and what you're looking for like in this first season you know in the in the early season when you go out and you're and you're doing that in-season scouting like you know, like Frank likes to do, and, you know, he'll get up this tree because it smells just perfect, and he's going to shoot a, a buck right underneath it, <laughs> uh, trying to put that into, like, perspective, and, you know, so you're finding this good sign, but then Frank tells me, well, you know, I'm probably going to still hunt that same tree that yeah. I always hunt. Now, it's kind of lining up, like, that way, and I, until we talked more recently, you know, that spot that you have is always going to be good and it's going to be good in late season. It's going to right. be good wherever, but you're finding this fresh sign that isn't on a field edge, it's not on, you know, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like, you know, a hundred percent like nighttime sign. No, no, And you're finding these rubs. So you just, you know, that there's a buck in the area well, and then you want to go back to your old well, faithful yeah, but, spot, you know, like, well, Oh yeah, that's well, here, cool.
5: Here's the deal. Following, following those rubs or they go right back there, don't they?
4: Yes. Um, not only that, there's places we check out there. And when you, especially use an onyx now for my first year, we do lines and going, Frank, that thing's only 230 yards from where we hunt. All that sign. Yeah. Right. So the migration of these deer, we're watching them on these, they're crossing two places. Right? And so we're figuring out, all right, that sign's out here. And then they're coming back through here and there's, I'm telling you, some big tracks.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, but in relation to... We're back there where they're going. Do you know where they're bedding? I I think so. And then you know, obviously they're going out to a food source. I mean, there's a lot of acorns right now in the woods. And then there's also ag fields and stuff. exactly. I mean, especially this year, there's corn, standing corn on the far fields.
5: uh, Alfalfa.
3: Alfalfa. But, so you got that button down, so now you're just kind of Realizing that your old tree is actually, you know, on the route to those That's why it's always been right a, a
5: good good spot, you know. I would and it's um, a, it's kind of a hidden funnel in the woods, right? Is basically what that is. And we found we found two other areas um you know, pretty much the same way. And we found we've jumped well, we jumped bucks at the one.
4: Yeah, right where, where
5: I where you're going to be? Yeah, right, right. And and we Mark. we found more beds in
4: there yesterday. You know, I so, mean, we obviously we can't cover it all. No, right. But you know, we're you basically going down
3: to the the higher percentage. Yeah, right,
5: right. Yeah, but but that sign the, the the we found what two three days ago four days ago the first part of the week when we went out mm-hmm. that was the most impressive. Uh, sign I've seen this early in the year for uh for that kind of activity you know I'm thinking it's it's a bachelor group of bucks mm. is what it is you know what I mean and and that's kind of what we figured wasn't it or, uh, because of the difference in 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 the size of some of the tracks compared to you know there's some very large tracks you know what I mean and then there's but there's several deer doing this you know mm. it's not just one deer that's doing it but, uh, I, uh, like I said, him and I both, you know, we've seen a lot of buck sign in our times, you know, but this is, this is the earliest we've ever seen anything like this.
2: And so what, what I was getting at though, is that, you know, before he, like, before they broke it down on onyx and they're like figuring out how everything like laid out and in, in the access, he's like, here's the spot. There's more sign than we've ever seen. Um, you know, somebody's going to hunt it. And I'm going to go back to my like <laughs> normal tree and I'm going like.
1: What?
5: What? What? You're kidding me. But it's, it's you know, the way I look at it, you know, um, you, hard to say, you know. But I know that's where them bucks are going. You know what I mean? I know in my own mind that's where they're going. And I'm going to be in the right spot.
2: So my plan is.
5: And if I kill a doe, well, so be it. You know <laughs> what I mean?
2: But my plan <laughs> is to the, just, I, like we've we've said before on here and the the big buck thing is isn't necessarily our bag. We are not no big buck killers or
3: hunters year no, over year. I would
4: say that's not our sole fo- focus. Right. No. Right. That's not My but, focus but, this
3: year is my jet's going to be 16 and that kids eating me out of house and home so <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to kill freezer <laughs> beef. Yeah. Have to uh, uh, fill some tags, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz kid will get home and eat a freaking whole bag of pizza rolls the family size <laughs> just for a snack before we eat them like dude we're eating dinner in, in 15 minutes i'm hungry dad i'll still eat dinner oh, shit but, but but yeah so we don't have a problem
2: locating deer finding deer right and, and killing deer um but that big buck thing is like now I'm start you know as we talk to more guys that are consistently doing it and 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 taking this information that you know I, how they break down the woods and how where they transition from the times a year and the way that everything kind of sets up. Um, I'm just interested going into this year to see how the information that we find, how we take it, and how it transitions right. to you know successes. But on the same token, like. My 100% goal for this year is for somebody here to kill a deer on film, to oh. video one and, and and share the whole experience and be able to do that. Not shoot a fucking decoy, not shoot a tree, <laughs> not shoot at something, <laughs> you know, not shoot him in the tail. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, none of these things. Yes, yeah, so that's the plan for sure.
5: I'm in for that, you know. Yeah.
2: And for for opening evening, I'm planning on getting out of work, going to meet with Frank and filming for him. But i 100% also planning to bring all my stuff because he's going to have shot a deer in the morning and they're going to be shit-faced. <laughs> and, <laughs> and,
5: well, uh, and, and the thing is, too, you know, I mean, uh, I'm not getting any younger. You know, so I got to get that many more. You know what I mean? Before I
3: croak,
1: you, know? you, you got to pick up the pace. Yeah, I got like to pick it up, man.
3: <laughs> I got to follow my <laughs> another part of that too is I got to follow my rule with Jet. It's like he wants a new bow. I'm like, well, you can't get a new bow until you kill something with the old there bow. There you go. And so the RX one hasn't killed anything yet except <laughs> for chipmunks and squirrels. So and you already bought a new bow. That's that don't count. That's a target bow. Will, will it not kill
2: a deer? Oh, it would absolutely kill a deer. <laughs> well, but, so, but I so. think you did. You have killed some some chipmunks. Yep. And did you kill a grouse?
3: No. Oh, yeah, it's not a grouse. Yeah, you left it. That's I what. forgot it. In, Say, I, I ate, forgot it in Doc's freezer. <laughs> Say, I ate mine right away. Yeah, killed a couple pine trees too. But,
2: oh,
5: <laughs> I've, I've done that.
2: <laughs> oh man, that 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 still makes me laugh. Like you <laughs> shooting that grouse up in trees and the arrows are still there
3: or way gone that we yeah. never found. Well, the one, <laughs> the one's definitely in a dead tree somewhere out there in that burn. I heard it hit. Oh, yeah. And that's right. the one thing that kills me is I hate losing arrows. Yeah. I don't, I'll break an arrow. Hey, it's no big deal. It's I a lose lot. Lose an arrow? Lose an arrow. And it's like. Well, that other one is at eye level off the ridge. Yeah, but it's forty foot up in a tree from the I started, base of the tree. I started to climb the tree, and I'm like, ah, it's not worth it. It's not lost. I know where it's at. I mean, I could still there. By, I could go back there today and get it. But, unrecovered. Yeah, unrecovered. <laughs> but
2: with you, Frank, and talking about your age, um, that's one thing that I wanted to bring up. And you know, we're we're talking about the what we take away from from deer hunting and the just the the food aspect of it and you know every deer is a every animal that you kill with a bow is a trophy um the guys over at the huntivore podcast put together their own scoring system and uh, we've been talking about that and i talked to nick over there about it and i'm like it's awesome i'm going to put a link on our website under our affiliates i'll put it the huntivore and you can just click on it because um, it's a it's it's a link tree link, so it's like I don't I couldn't give you the they don't have a website for Hunter You can go to his Instagram and and click on it and and find it. But basically, it I, and I was thinking about it. It's kind of like a almost like a Michigan thing, or I, I've heard the Wisconsin people talk about how many points a four pointer or a six pointer or right. whatever. Um, but basically, it says you know was it on was the deer recovered? Was it on public land? Or private. Was it... I've got it right here. Um, Was it a buck? How many points? How many stickers or drop tines? And then this is where it gets into the the fun stuff. Because it says, how many organs did you have harvest for consumption? How much did it weigh field dressed? How much butchered meat did you end up with after butchering? And then did you bring kids or a non-hunter with you on the recovery? And then it says, how far did you drag it out in miles? And it doesn't count if you motorized motorized it, and so you put you put that in there. And there's an algorithm. You click what's my score, and it gives you a score. Now, Ernie brought up the other night when we were talking about that the score is completely arbitrary, so that there isn't like a goal, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, because you know it's that's kind of what they're trying to get away from. Is right? Did it meet the number of inches
3: was 150 inch because it was not i'm not looking at
2: well i love this thing because i put in the deer that i shot last year and it scored 175 so i texted as soon as i saw this i put it all in there because i was curious and i was like booner like (laughs) (laughs) i was like yep it's uh
5: Uh, what did mine score
2: uh i put yours is right here it's still up and it was 97 97. (laughs) (laughs) 97.96 but once you once you put that in there Um, In the last podcast, they went down and they broke down um, all of the calculations for if the deer weighed this when it was field dressed, this is what the live weight was, this is what the um, maximum theoretical amount of recovered meat would be Mm -hmm. if it was perfect, and then this would be your average when you get your score, they give you that. So Frank's deer was 115 pounds. It made the live weight 144.9 pounds. The ideal meat recovery would have been 57.89 pounds. And the realistic meat recovery was 40.52. And then that's one of the questions as well is like, how many pounds of meat did you get? Um, and so I think it's like 30, 33% is like the average average. Um,
5: no, is that is that uh, doing it yourself or is that having it done? Or? No,
3: and so that <laughs> you should have a thing in there too. Is like for a point, you should get a point or some. Yeah, you should some get some points, points for, if you're for processing your, process your own. own. Well, and so that's what I, that's
2: what that, those were. There are a few things that I was um, when I was talking to him. Like these things would be, cool. if it would be a way to do it. Um, one was, did you butcher it yourself? Um, the second was method of take, right? Mm-hmm. If you killed it with a atlatl, you get more points <laughs> than uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, Recurve, uh,
3: regular compound, or uh, crossbow, chef- <coughs> Chevrolet, crossbow. <laughs> Chevrolet. <Yeah. laughs>
2: and then, but the one thing that really, as I why I brought it up and how we kind of transitioned into this was because of Frank was mentioning his age. So, I think age should definitely be a factor. I think so too. Because <laughs> like,
5: you're old. Okay, but if they gave me 67 <laughs> points on top of that, look, mine would have been better than yours, probably. Nope. No, still not. Still okay, not. Because you'd have got
2: my age too. Uh, well, yeah. I <laughs> Prick, he says. <laughs> 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 but, you know, if you got like a multiplier for age or whatever.
5: Um, I, I'm just damn happy to be able to, to go where I'm going. You know, and, and uh, still still get up a tree, you know. Right. And and, and like I say, since I've lost weight, you know, uh, it feels like I'm uh, about two children less, you know.
3: <laughs> now he'll just have that much more shit in his back.
1: Right.
5: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I thought about that. You know what? <laughs> I thought about I'm loading my stuff up this, tomorrow morning, you know, to get ready, you know. And uh, I thought, man, I, I always have my fanny pack. I have this in there. I have that in there, you know. I'm not taking that stuff because I don't need it. (laughs) Can cooker and a pot roast and uh, a whole small
3: yeti. Yeah, gotta have
5: shit tickets though. I'll tell you what, I don't go nowhere without them of of coffee.
4: They paid off well for our last walk. Oh, (laughs)
5: hey, I got a I got a spot where nobody should hunt (laughs) because. My my partner here, he he gets up and he goes, oh, he goes, oh, you know, and I goes, you better get going. Next thing I know, he comes back and he goes, I can't believe it. What did you say
4: about getting your drawers down? Um, I just. Cleared
1: my hind end. He just cleared <laughs> cotton. <laughs> I'm,
4: not, I'm not lying. He said,
5: "I just." And his eyes were big too, man. He goes, "I just got him down." He says, if, "If I'd a uh, rooster, that last ten feet, I couldn't
4: believe it. I had to spin around to back up to the log. If I'd have stumbled, <laughs> oh, which yeah. he's done before, because I was, um, I was really fighting." We better like a rocket. Oh, did, did we off. mention all those buck rubs we found? <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: yeah, not far they're, from they're there. Camouflaged
3: now, right? It was, it was this log over
1: there. <laughs> he was
5: just sitting right there.
3: But <laughs> oh my gosh, he's <laughs> so far off track. Now we're into shit stories. Yeah, well. well, well, so but it's kind of a rush, though. You know, you the,
4: get through a moment like that. Yeah now let's go find some more dude <laughs> man i can walk now
2: <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> yeah there's there has been a clamoring for for more uncle frank and more frank stories and i'm like i'm trying to draw him out of him he's on this weight loss click he quit drinking beer so kind he's got of. the lockjaw i know
3: yeah you can't. i
2: can't yeah I, He's I'll all to, self-conscious uh, now.
5: Oh, I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll come up with some stuff for you guys one of these
2: days. Well, how about this? Can you think of uh, a a story for us for an opening day, whether it's rifle season or a, a, a bow season, uh, that may have been memorable for you? Well,
4: I don't know.
3: Were you with Uncle Phil the time he uh, in his
4: hood?
3: The hood story.
4: It
5: wasn't his hood; that was no. his hunting coat. It was his. We were hunting pheasants down in Borculo. Oh, the hood was Tom Pascavis's son.
2: So let's oh. let's hear it. Clarify for John. Do you
5: want the, Do you want the hood story? The hood or, story. Okay. Well, which which one's funnier? They're both fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. The, we were pheasant hunting down in Borculo, and my brother-in-law had this like uh, what do they call it, diverticulosis.
2: Yeah. diverticulitis yeah
5: diverticulitis okay so you know we're out in the out in the field you know and we're you know a half mile from the car you know and all of a sudden oh he goes you hear him you know the cramping up oh my god you know and next thing you know he's he's squatting down right there in the field you know and uh i didn't think nothing of it you know And we hunted for another hour or so you know and we go back to the car and put the dog in the car and i said, man it's a phil i said did you uh do you step in that shit? You know? Well, no, I don't think so. And he's looking at his boots, you know, and everything, you know. And he ended up, you know, he took his hunting coat. I said, "Well, I smell shit," you know. I said, "You you stepped in it or something," you know. <laughs> and oh, I don't know. And then we got to looking around. Also, I looked in his pouch of his hunting coat when he bent bent over or sat down like that. He shit in his, in his pouch in the back.
2: In the game pouch. In the
5: game pouch. It was in it. You know, like you could reach in it from the inside. Yep. shit in it. And it was in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's worse than having it on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was was with him, too, though. Mm-hmm. But him and Tom Pascavis and his son were, were hunting. Tom's boy, they were hunting snowshoes up by uh, Remus. And it was cold you know and kid had a snowmobile suit on <laughs> and uh he tells his dad dad i got a crap you know and tom he's gone over there you know get behind that pine tree you know and crap so later on he comes back over there and they're hunting you know and went to flip his hood up <laughs> turd bashed him in the back of the head <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't, too, it wasn't too good. And I think Tom made a comment. about it. Always make sure you pull it off to the side, son. Oh, man. Well, there's some more poop stories for you. <laughs> well, you guys asked for
2: it. Well, it always ends up... It should happen. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was thinking... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the oh that ought to do it type uh, <laughs> stories. That, you know the one with the Buick and the, the you know you told that one on the podcast. That's that's a favorite. But uh, so but if, uh, if it's gotta be shit, it's gotta be shit. <laughs>
4: well, you remember when you used to hug a tree? Oh yeah, and just pulled you. I forget what climber that was, but you hug a tree. Yeah, it was the old TSS. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Remember that <laughs> you, time?
4: You mean myself or the when you or was it somebody else's wallow, uh somebody the else's tree maybe yeah, or something? Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> oh man, now you're now
5: you all this thing. uh no, it was in it was late season uh, in snow and I I was going out, you know, before daylight, you know, and down the trail, you know, I mean, you go out the trail and then you split off, you know. Well, I got up the tree, you know, and I am I got to hug the tree, you know, and uh, what had happened was somebody shit in the trail and I walked through it. Well, then when I got to my tree, you know, you put your feet in your stirrups you know how you used to pull them over yeah. your toes well i had them all over my gloves and stuff you know <laughs> and then i'm smelling shit as i'm going up the tree but it ain't mine you know and i got i, I got it smeared on me like peanut butter man all over the place <laughs> and i thought who in the hell you know would shit Sit on the, the train, trail you know well then i found out it was ellis you know ellis Dilt. <laughs> oh man i th- i was gonna kill that guy I mean, I had, you know, all down. I had to sit there, you know what I mean? I wasn't getting down, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so about four hours later, you know, I left.
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. For those people that don't know about the, you had to hug the tree. People right. are like, why are you hugging the yeah, tree? Yeah, why are you but, hugging the tree? It's but The old, back yeah, the old would, climbers, you didn't have. They were you know, one-piece climbers. Yeah, one-piece. The, the bottom section. Yeah, you didn't have a top climbing handhold section so or just sit reach, down reach then around.
4: that's when they come out with the strap with the different hoops in it yeah no, i use that yeah mm. I mean, that was that then come along the actual i mean there was baker, baker
5: baker baker made yes. a, a hand climber but that thing was Clankety you know, clank oh yeah clank. Well, that's what i
3: that's what i used and then i would use that as my seat
5: no let me ask you this you ever use the old hand climber? Hook it up above your head like that, uh-huh. and then you're dicking around in the tree, and all of a sudden, bam! You right? know that thing comes down on oh, you. Oh yeah, man.
3: right in the forehead. Oh
5: yeah, yeah, clunked me before. You know, <laughs> or
3: Sorry, you. I never cared much. See, about. I used it for the seat too. Yeah, you know, once we yeah. get up there, I'd sit down on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't have enough ass to fricking set it in the tree, so then I'd go and stand it up, up and, and it fall. Clink, right oh, on. Yeah. the, I mean, deer. I called. Laughing. I
5: called deer <laughs> as a baker tree stand before. I was on my way up. I was up by uh, Fog Lake, and, uh, off Fog Lake Road, and I was in a tree, man. It was so hard. It was harder than Japanese arithmetic, man. I ain't kidding you. That, that tree was just unbelievable. And I'm, I'd get like three or four feet up it, it'd go like that, you know. And then you get a couple of feet, back down. Ah, I Man, I was sweating, you know. I mean, it was in the afternoon, and I'm thinking, my God, I'm making so much noise. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm not even up there yet, you know. Bow's still on the ground. All of a sudden I was gonna hear something. Look, here come this buck. Right down the ridge to me. And he's right behind my tree. He's looking for what, what's making all that noise, you know? <laughs> Where are these and, bucks and fighting? I'm going I'm going, What what do you do? You know, my feet are still on the stirrups, you know, the bow's down there, you know. Finally he winded me and took off, you know. But oh yeah.
3: Did not that poop on you that time no, year? no
5: poop that night. I was clean. <laughs> yeah.
2: But, that, i mean that kind of goes to like what you've always said lately of just going into the woods whenever like it doesn't have to be hours before daylight it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be you know because those deer are curious and they're you know they'll hear something and they'll you know come over and check it out
5: well like i told you remember as as I told as it's you not
3: remember. like voices and stuff yeah, yeah if
5: you if you're talking that's not good you yeah. know uh Ernie and I yesterday we were just whispering basically weren't we and those deer you know I, s- I said them deer are still there you know you could you see them go through a little little flicker of them you know right and then by the time we walked out we figured that those were probably those deer then right that came across but there was there was a bunch of them man mm-hmm. but uh like i was telling you down there on the river bottom when i hunted in there i got in there early in the afternoon you know and had to walk through water and stuff and got in up the tree I was sitting there, I'd probably been there an hour, and I hear this. You know, it was really dry up by the creek, you know, itself, along there, a lot of leaves, and I just hear this. And I'm going, What the hell? I look, and here's this guy, you know, and he's just steady walking. He's going up the creek, you know, headed to the east. And I'm going, Jeez, man, he's making so much noise. I can't believe it, you know. And a little while later, couple minutes, I hear sploosh, sploosh, sploosh back over behind me in the water. Look, there's this buck. This buck went up into this little pothole in front of me, looking for that guy. Well, he couldn't see up there, you know, because right. so much brush and stuff. So then he just starts feeding around in this pothole. That's when I was shooting the mock plate 4 over with the overdraw.
2: Mm-hmm. Shot at him a couple times.
5: No, missed him once. <laughs> and then later on that evening, I didn't even go look for that arrow because it was in a pothole. It was gone. <laughs> And then a little, later on that evening, there were some scrapes over to the right, you know. Buck comes in and uh, missed him, too. So that was two I missed that night. And I couldn't figure it out why, why, what happened, you know. Went home. Next day, I'm looking at my bow because I was going to shoot it and check it, you know, make sure it was on and everything. And I got to looking at the riser, and I'm going, man, how come the marks are in the riser? It looks like my my blade hit it, you know twice and i i put the the arrow on the rest and everything you know shooting that overdraw you know and i said man it's got plenty of clearance you know when i drew the bow back and once i got it back i just kind of grabbed a hold of the bow the grip and twisted a little bit oh man you could if you put that torque on that bow right there yeah, just watch it move right over. It moved. Uh, it moved the head of the arrow when I shot right against the rider because I wasn't
3: excited or anything. You
2: know? <laughs> well, and that's why I want it. That's why I'm so excited to film this year and film you and like attempt to capture do, it all. Do a good job of 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 filming. I'm sure it's not going to well, be great. Well, let me give
4: you one word of advice. <laughs> Get on it before he does. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That the because he's
4: not gonna look back going hey, you on it? We'll have,
3: we'll have a picture of Adam like like the picture of me at the with the big eyes. The big eyes like I wasn't ready. That air went right by your head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm talking about is like the uh, the reaction in the the you know I think on some level people will get to a point where it's just like repetition, you know, like that's where you want, you want it to be your draw cycle and you want it to just be like another shot. But that sometimes happens when, I mean, if you, which we don't really watch people that are on TV, we just watch the YouTube guys and we had our own little pump up session watching the Tim Wells intro uh, before we, <laughs> we did this. Cause John's like, I love the intro and, uh, <laughs> but they just they shoot they're like oh we're just going to shoot a call buck uh, we're just going to shoot a doe you know yeah. and they shoot him, and they're like all right now hopefully you know blah, blah blah or they give you their story or whatever um that that's not what you get from Frank <laughs> you get you get the whole thing don't yeah, yeah, no matter you what it, go it is going
5: like this well just a minute he's not completely broadside you know Thought, <laughs> <all like>, what. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, no, I totally, but I think with, with deer is, uh, hopefully going to be a little bit of a different, uh, a different story than the, than the turkeys where we can have a little bit more communication, a little bit more time to, well, uh, you
5: know, it's, it's, we'll, we'll get there.
2: But, but like I said, that's what I'm excited about is to, to go through the, the whole thing, because, you know, what you said about get it on him because uh Frank's going to be shooting. Like uh as soon as he clicked on that release we should should have known that it was it was about to go down. But you better see him first. <laughs> but along with that the the conversation like after the fact is just gold. Like and even like the the turkey that I missed there where uh Frank's going <laughs> the whole the whole thing. he's like he shot that fucker and then you guys get
5: up and start running well we didn't know the turkey was there even <laughs> all now. of a sudden I
4: mean, this bird busts <laughs> out over the top goes of up the, over the tent over the top of the tent we never seen him obviously you know because we we're behind it
5: never heard it because he didn't make any Come noise quiet. the other ones was gobbling so we were
4: probably as startled as the bird oh yeah
2: <laughs> but but that reaction that that whole thing and you know for for you, Frank, it's going to be.
5: Well, Ernie was kind of like filming me. I was calling back there, you know. He's he's doing a little filming job, you know, and I'm calling. And I was next thing we know, man, we hear, <laughs> you know, and
2: the turkey flew up over the tent and.
4: and... Shit! I bailed out to the right. <laughs>
1: but
2: but I'm look. Chairs... I mean, uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, we'll be able to 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 get that taken care of. Hell, we've got. 20 tags between us for the for the foreseeable future. So, John's got three. Ernie's got three. <laughs> John's talking without the mic. <laughs> Rookie. <Yeah. coughs> Sorry about that. John's,
1: John's got, got three.
2: Tomorrow. Ernie's got three. Frank's got three. I've got three. Then you guys have two more, Missouri and Nebraska. So... And then I'm going to be going to Missouri, so that's another one. So, what do you you guys have? Five tags, ten, four, three. And then ted has so, got two. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. God, if we can't kill one deer on any sort of camera, phone camera, GoPro, fucking Chris, <laughs> Polaroid, Chris has
5: got two then.
2: Right, oh, but I'm talking. I'm talking about people that are going to be hunting, and <laughs> that are going to be filming as well, because Chris, like my, I mean, my brother Drew is, he's all about hunting, but he likes to do it on on his own speed, and Chris is much the same way. Well, I told him. I told him about
5: uh, yo.
4: You could get quite a story though.
5: Oh, I, I told him about a couple of the spots that I found, you know, I said, and they're close to the road, son. And his, <laughs> his face really lit up. <laughs> like, he
4: he said, ought to get his butt out of bed and sit those buck oh, rubs.
3: I, I know. He was supposed to come Right over. by three trees. Yeah. He was supposed to get that other tag. Yeah. And I told him, like, just it'd take five minutes to change,
1: change the draw length
3: and yeah. shoot it. The yeah. only thing with that one is just the... It's got the hard cycle. I told him. I said, "The, I mean, it's it's pretty radical. Like, your brother Dustin dropped off the Bowtech for the new strings and stuff, and I was having him paper-tune it. And that's another thing. We should do, like, a little video on that because he was getting a little bit of a left tear. <clears throat> and, you know, he's, he's what, 6'5"? Six, 6'4", six, yeah. 6'4". I mean, he looks like Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> Super long wingspan, and so he's shooting that at you know I think it's at set for, might be set at thirty two. It's set at full length. It's the Bowtech Boss. I think that's thirty two inch, <clears throat> and it fits him perfect. It fits him perfect for like if you were target shooting with, you know, perfect form, uh, no clothes, you know, no bulky clothes. So anyway, I, he was he had cut his arrows down made him a little shorter, and he said he was having issues with it, you know, he could see the arrow coming out of the bow. So, I shot it, had a little bit of a tear, did some adjustment, but there's only so much adjustment. You can only go so far. You can't put so many twists that you start, your cam starts rubbing one of the yokes. So, I'm like, looked at it, did a little bit of <clears throat> checking with my hand torque and everything. Adjusted the rest of the hair. I was, I got to shoot perfect bolt holes for me the one thing right now I don't have a full beard now Dustin has a beard and so he shot it and he was still getting that left tear, left tear. and then I you know started to analyze watching everything that was going on and I'm like he's got a lot of facial pressure and he's got a beard right now so I'm like all right here's the thing next shot try to anchor like push your bow forward a little farther. You want to get the the arrow into that sweet spot between your lip and your chin, that little indent. So, so basically, shorten up your draw length is what we're going to end up, you know, probably should do a half inch. So anyway, he pulls it into that and he straightened his arm a little bit more so that his anchor point had changed and brought the arrow farther forward on his face. Perfect bow hole. Mm-hmm. So those little things right there, I mean, you know, it took us a few minutes. I'm like, you know, let me look at your shot cycle shot. But it was just that facial pressure with the beard. And it's just kicking that string out enough to give that arrow a little bit of a kick.
2: Now, why was he, how did he discover that? Or he, he just said it just looks like it's coming off the bow funny?
3: Or? He could see it. He could see the his flat. He could see it kicking. Like if he's shooting that farther, you know, longer distance with those white flats, he could see it. He's like, I could just see the arrow coming out and with a kick. It wasn't having a perfect flight, and so he thought it was something he did, you know, shortening <laughs> the arrows or whatever. It needed some tune. It does need new do strings. Those are original strings. From I was one. just looking at that; I'm they're like, a little fuzzy. Yeah.
5: He, little. Does he ever wax them? Well,
3: I think he. Uh, I don't think he waxed them. The bow is definitely he likes to uh, spray it down with scent killer because <laughs> it's all. It's got all Scaly. the a little baking soda yeah. so down there. But uh, if you start looking at it closely, it's got a lot of serving separation. There's a, a big section mm-hmm. right there oh, in the yeah. cam on, on the string. Then there's serving separation split on the cables. So he ended up ordering a set from, uh, I think he got it from 60X or whatever because <clears throat> I don't have. I was supposed to leave on my trip I was supposed to leave Wednesday and I don't have uh the material to whip out a string I would have had to order it by the time I got here when have time to you know get it done so he just ordered or set from those guys but and you're gonna put it on for
2: him when it comes yeah. in or
3: yeah well I, he just texted me today they uh, still haven't filled the order so they are building it same thing. You know, it takes a few days to build it. So, he's coming to pick the bow up tomorrow because he wants an uh, opening day. It, it'll be fine. You know. Till it's not. It's not dangerous yet. Till it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I fucking pulled back that reflex and it
2: went,
1: ding! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I had just enough time to pull it away from my face. So, yeah. I said, it, it'll it be fine till it's not fine. But... <laughs> Yeah, John's been doing a lot of bow work. We've
3: got. Let's see. Well, I rebuilt the old double XL. I I did the intro on it before I brought it up to Johnson's, and then I kind of looked at it, and the the footage is the the lighting in here is terrible. You can't even like really see the delamination I had on the limb. And so then, by the time I got got it back, and I was ready to just get it done, so. Well, I knew that that was John's thing. I tell him
2: all the time. So from, let's say, July 1st to right now sitting on the eve of October. I mean, by the time this episode gets out, it's going to be October. um, How many bows have you rebuilt or fixed or strings or...
3: I don't even know a bunch, <laughs>
2: and so that's what happens with John. It's like I got the cameras over to him, and I'm like, "Dude, you need to start doing some of this stuff. You need to start getting some videos." And he's like, "Yep," and I was like, "I'm," gonna, he's like, "I'm gonna get you. I'll get you the cameras so that you can do the double XL because I know as soon as those limbs come back, you know, and, and and they tell you to go bring your bow up there, you're gonna bring your bow up there, you're gonna bring it right back home and build a string and tear everything down." and we're staring at it right now with a brand new string and the whole thing. I'm like he doesn't wait for uh like he doesn't have
3: time for that shit. Like <laughs> like we need to do a video. Yes, we do. Uh, well, for one, I mean, yeah, I I know our listeners, I mean, I I'm sure there's some of our listeners that want to see that, but there's so many videos out there that like with Dudley and uh Greg Poole and you know, I mean, even uh Taylor or whatever. Yeah. But the, I think the
2: thing <laughs> is is like what I've tried to uh, like uh, the conversations that I've had is is this. So Dudley's always gonna be John Dudley. So right. he has ninety seven right. bow presses, you right. know, and a string jig and all this stuff. He's not just a regular guy that's doing it. So for the the average guy to see another quote unquote average guy be able to do it and say okay well i can do this in my garage i don't need to have tim gillingham's you know big giant pole barn with ten thousand arrows and a pocket full of releases and and all this stuff um i think that that's the the draw of it well i think that that's you know you say well well john says it but you know we've never seen or like he doesn't show us or you know whatever so all right well Maybe do. he
3: does have a string, a real string jig. You know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> my,
3: I do have a real string jig that I built <laughs> out of scrap. And then I didn't know I had to replace one of my turnbuckles. And uh, they're, the only ones I can find are only rated up to like 240 pounds or something like that. So, safe. I mean, uh, full disclosure, it's not... I don't recommend. They don't make grade them. eight turnbuckles. Well, I haven't found them at like tractor supply, because <laughs> I mean that's where I get most of my shit, guys.
2: <laughs> so, but yeah, looking forward to doing the filming this year and getting getting some more stuff out there. And and you know, I'm just one guy, so I need I need more. You know, we're they're clamoring more for more uh, tales of the garbage man. Um, I'm getting there. One of the things I want to do so I'm I'm, I'm working on getting a uh like a more solid like studio up so that we can do um a podcast at the same time, same everything. But I want to do some streaming and some video. And when I do that, I want to have a sec a segment uh called the mutant of the month um, and we're going to take one of Frank's <laughs> past kills and uh we'll get the story on
3: put it on the pedestal
2: this uh catcher's mitt (laughs) buck and uh the corsican ram deer and uh (laughs) the one that looks like it's got knuckles (laughs) the joints (laughs) yep the one that has the acorns at the end and yep Uh, all of those are you know like i said i want to do like a a a mutant of the month uh showcase Um, and uh you know we can even get that out to the listeners too so if you kill a mutant that's uncle frank worthy you know we want to hear the story we want to see the pictures oh definitely, so, definitely want to see the pictures <laughs> we got the the mutant slayer the world's worst bow hunter and the mutant slayer and uh <laughs> you know those are um you know titles that are out there for for the taking so um send us your mutants and uh and uh we'll get that but that, there's some, some more video and some more stuff that uh we've got coming down the pipe so um, I think that's kind of all we got for for this week. I, I mean, I just really wanted to kind of go over where we're at as far as like right now for the season and uh, the preparations that we had done and 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 kind of what the, the outlook's going to be. And it won't surprise me one bit if by the end of the week, before the next podcast, there's multiple deer uh, dead from from Frank and from John because he's on this timetable. Like he's going out of town. He's going to try and kill something right now. And the last time it was like the last day of the season and John had to kill something. He did it in like 15
3: minutes. So (laughs) it's just, it's just a matter of, of when at this point, well, I promise this I won't, I'm not going to do it without having it on film. So, (laughs) I mean, last year was a, a, was really good uh, learning curve for me. I mean, I had the camera with me, or the, at least the arm with me every time. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <clears throat> I think it's definitely doable. Especially if we have two guys, it'll definitely be...
5: Oh, two guys are definitely going to be
3: doable. You know, the the Solo Hunter, you know, self-film is... That's, that's it's definitely tough. that's to tough, tough, boy. Especially, I'm going to have to go back to the the thumb release <laughs> Carter for the... Self-filming. For self-filming.
2: but So, maybe that'll be a... a- a push for you to get a cameraman. <laughs> Say,
3: come on, Jet. Yeah, I've been trying to talk him into it, but he's now he just started. They talked him into the football team was short, and they uh, grabbed and pulled him into that. So now he's playing football, and he's got basketball, and he's got travel baseball for over the winter. So he's got a
4: job too, didn't he? Oh yeah,
3: and he's got a job. Huh? Turned sixteen, huh? October ninth.
4: But. throw a few girls in there and he's pretty busy. Oh, you
3: yeah, <laughs> won't have a lot of time man. that's what he was telling me yesterday i don't have any time dad
1: yeah.
2: well like i say that, that's pretty much all we got for this week and uh you know keep following along and uh, we got some good uh guests lined up here and i uh, gotta do some some tactical podcasts on um you know Different scenarios with uh, different deer and different um, ideas, but uh, um, you know, good luck everybody as their season, if it started already or not. Uh, like I said, we're just getting going here, and uh, really looking forward to it. It's going to be another great year. So thanks everybody for following along. Just get out in the woods. Yep. Bye.
0: podcast network brought to you in part by hunt the number one hunting and land management app
5: don't miss mondays with into the blue brought to you by academy sports and outdoors every monday night from 7 to 10 p.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment